All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Oh my, just so many business podcasts out there. How can I possibly know where to begin? Here at Intrepid Business, we are about stripping away all of the usual boring fluff and instead focus on showcasing real people doing real business, achieving amazing things. The ones truly changing the world, the instigators making a dent, the people changing how we do sales and marketing, leading innovation, the people redefining leadership. But who are these people? Why do they do what they do? How do they do what they do? Find out on Intrepid Business. And now, here are your hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Intrepid Incubator. I am your host, Todd Schnick. Really looking forward to this conversation. A cool company doing some amazing work and just planting some seeds in the Atlanta tech community. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. But a global company doing some amazing work. So let's get to it. Say hello to my guest. His name is Dave Blakey. He is the CEO of Snapped. Dave, welcome to the show. Hi, Todd. Thanks for having me on. Uh, the pleasure is mine. Uh, thanks for carving out some time to join me. I guess I should say good afternoon to you because you're speaking to me from Johannesburg, South Africa, which is really cool. How's that? How's everything going over there? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's good. You're on the the east coast, not the west coast. It's uh, just six hours for us. Things are good here. Good weather. You know, I think a lot better than you guys have been having lately. Yeah, that is for certain. So no doubt about that. Well, Dave, once again, welcome and good to chat with you. Uh, before we get into our conversation around Snapped and the tech community, take a few quick seconds and inform the audience a bit about you and your background. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, obviously, my name is Dave Blakey and I'm the CEO of Snapped. Uh, I've only been doing that for, you know, give or take three to four years. But my background is in obviously what Snapped is doing. It's in networking and high performance and reliability, load balancing, etc. Uh, in the past, the, the interesting part of the story, I suppose, is that in the past, I was using a lot of open source to do this type of thing at a, at a big business, bricks and mortar, old fashioned type. And the time came when open source became a, a good thing instead of a bad thing to mention in a, in a boardroom, you know. So that was the perfect time to launch Snapped you know, to promote open source, to work with open source. And uh, my background was, you know, in line with that. So uh, it was just the, group, uh, the right time a couple of years ago. And so we went for it. So what are the advantages to doing that? Well, in the past, uh, open source, we, we use it a lot because open source technology is really good. It's, you know, it's crowdsourced. There's a lot of different minds looking at things. And, and a lot of the time you get great tech out of it. But there's this big gap between what businesses need and what open source provides. <laughs> And right. people sometimes only realize that a lot later. So you get this, this great tech that can really kind of kickstart your business like it did for us. But then, you know, it's missing the support and the services and the management and how you train people and, you know, reports and all that sort of thing. So we thought we'd just patch up that gap. Fast forward a few years and all of a sudden we're selling more, more ADCs and load balancers, which I'll explain just now, than we are open source front ends. And that's kind of how our story of, of how we came to be is, you know. Outstanding. Well, give us that 10,000 foot view of Snapped. What do you do? How do you serve your market? Exactly. So Snapped is a ADC provider. And what that actually stands for is application delivery control. And that still doesn't help, really. <laughs> uh, it's a Gartner buzzword. And what it really is, is, is three sort of components. And those components are load balancing, acceleration, and, and security. And I'll, I'll kind of explain what those are now. 
let's say you've got a website or a, a service that's important to you or something and, and it's public facing or maybe it's internal, whatever it might be. And that website will get to one of two phases if you're successful. Either it becomes very important to you and you can't afford any kind of downtime or uh, it becomes big enough that you need to scale out horizontally. You need two web servers or, you know, obviously in some of our clients' case, it's many hundreds of web servers. But you get to the sort of stage where your one web server is not good enough. At that stage, uh, you need a product like ours. What we do is it's called load balancing. We sit in front of those servers and manage where people go. So when a client comes in, we hand them off to the server that's the least loaded, the one that's responding the fastest, and most importantly, the one that's actually working in case there has been a failure. So that's really the, the base of where you need a product like Snapped and ADC. But after that, you know, the concept comes in that, well, we're already handling this traffic for you. We're already adding some value. What else can we do? So let's speed up your website, make it load faster, reduce the bandwidth usage, uh, prevent people from hacking in and, you know, leaking information and all that sort of thing. So it's really this type of added value thing for a service that you're providing. It almost seems to me, Dave, that if you, and, and I'm referencing Snapped here, is doing its job you almost never hear about it, right? Because it, it's one of those things that you, you come to rely on and trust. And if, and if, if Snapped is doing its work, then the client is probably happy and, and never thinks of you because they're just on their on their way doing their thing. I mean, that's I guess that's the exciting part of what you do. It's probably also a little bit frustrating. It's not some product you're obviously downloading and using in the market, but but it's a it, it's got it's just the foundation of a successful web based organization. Exactly, exactly. And in the ideal world, you don't even know we're there. There's two sides to it. Look, there's your business side where you don't know we're there. And then there's your client side where hopefully they, they may not know it's us, but they feel the, the improvement to the website and the speeds and things like that. But yes, ultimately, you don't know that we're there. And that's great for us. It, it, it's not a bad thing. Because if our clients are successful, you know, when they need a load balance, it means their business is growing. And if we can empower that, their business will continue to grow. And so there'll be a bigger client of ours. You know, so it really kind of upsells itself for us. Talk about the kind of organization that you that's in your wheelhouse. Oh, we have such a range. You know, we uh, we're we're really priced very competitively against uh, like some of the big providers, and that sometimes we can be a tenth or a hundredth of the price. So we have the small two server guys that are you know running their local flower business, all the way up to really big clients with you know uh, terabytes or, or even more data flowing through them a day. So it's really very well spread out, but. By far, the biggest type of client we have is, uh, is someone with a website or e-commerce site or retail, something like that, where it's very important. You know, even media, news, things like that. Uh, it's very easy for them to obviously justify the reliability and performance in that of their website. Yeah, no, well, I'll just make an editorial comment here. I was, uh, when I was preparing for our conversation, Dave, and knew that I was going to speak with you, I, I dug into Snapped a bit, and I was navigating around your website, and it is lightning fast. I, I was commenting on that as compared to mine, which is ridiculously slow and silly. Yeah, so, so kudos to you on that. Uh, gosh, but this is a competitive space, right? I mean, you're not the only organization out there offering these kinds of services, that's, and that, I guess that competition's a good thing because it motivates you and all players in that space to continue to innovate and to make improvements. Uh, but how does Snap stand above that? I mean, how do you, and what do you do? And your pricing, I think, is a big part of your strategy here because it is very competitive pricing for, for the value that you bring. Talk about how you compete in this space. Yeah, well, exactly. So we had the benefit of starting late, right? Um, and that, that might sound a bit like a funny thing to say, but a lot of our competitors are the old bricks and mortar, big hardware plays, you know, selling 
large-sized, expensive hardware solutions to people. And we had something that, that the smaller guy could use, you know, because we were, we were using open source software to accelerate our development and reduce our costs. We were adding, you know, all the features that they would need, so it wasn't a problem. And that meant that we, our costs were low, obviously. So pricing did make a big difference. But we also, you know, we started developing Snapped when we started the business, and it was just a handful of people. Uh, our very first server was at Amazon in the cloud. So we, we, you know, we use the catchphrase that we were born in the cloud at Snapped, yeah. and it's actually true. But that gave us really quite a, a disruptive model in that because we don't sell a hardware solution at all. It's purely software, and it's designed entirely for this new cloud and virtualized world and that, you know. So we had this low-cost, easy-to-obtain, high-quality kind of solution for people. And, you know, eventually what started happening is that instead of all the small clients coming to us, the big clients started to come as well just because the value was there, you know? So we were kind of lucky, I guess, to start late, to be honest. Yeah, well, I understand that. It makes a lot of sense. What's the implementation time frame here? Is this a uh, plug and play in, in a matter of, of minutes or does it take months to walk me through that? Yeah, exactly. It's very short. We, we have a 14-day trial and we use a convert within that. And, and to install it, people basically download our image or our software, depending on if they want to set up a new server or run on an existing one. And within a couple of minutes, they're up and running. That's the other thing we've really tried to do a lot of work on is that, you know, anyone that's slightly technical. If you Certainly, if you've got your website set up, you can set up Snapped, you know. So it doesn't require a lot of training, all that kind of stuff. It's very easy to use. And that's also helped us a lot. You know, we've had to be quite sneaky in our, our marketing and advertising. Um, so we, we grew about 400% last year. Uh, and we're trying to grow it by 1,000% this year. And last year, we didn't spend any money on marketing at all. So... You know, we, we can't compete uh, with the, with our competitors and put billboards in every airport and things like that. So really, we just competed with features and price. And word of mouth kind of spread itself. So we had to make sure it was very easy to get it up and running, you know. Zero dollars on marketing and 400% growth. That's not that's not a half bad uh, year. So well done on that. So, gosh, you know, what's on everyone's mind these days, Dave, obviously is the security side of this and, and a lot of press stories about hacks here and there. It spooks a lot of people. And, and there's still... Frustratingly, there's still a lot of organizations wary of the cloud just for those very reasons. Talk about how Snap stays on top of that. I mean, that's a, that's a never-ending fight, right? I mean, we're always going to be competing against these hackers, and they're always going to be innovating on their end, trying to come, come up with new ways to hack into our, our system. And so talk about how Snap stays on top of that and, and continues to, to seek improvement and, and innovate there. Exactly. So that's been a big focus of ours. Well, it's been a big opportunity for us. Yeah. When we first launched, we launched purely as a load balancer player. And then we started to move into this application delivery controller space. And one of the things that includes is what people call a web app firewall or, or a WAF, web application firewall, etc. And what that really means is uh, not the old school way of firewalling where you say, okay, look, this guy's not allowed at all. And all these people are allowed to my website. Because the very first thing you do on your firewall is say, okay, well, let everybody come to my website. You know, and then uh, you've kind of, you know, that's where the, most of the hacks are happening. So uh, you've kind of lost the purpose. This says that, you know, we know that people need to get to your website. So let's check what they're asking for, what kind of content they're sending. Is it safe? Is it, you know, a virus or worm? Or is it some uh, intelligent type of attack? Or even is it is it abusive? You know, just like a denial of service. All these things that have been going on lately with bringing even GitHub today is under attack. And let's add that, you know, that we call it in, in a tech industry layer seven firewalling, but it really means just looking much deeper into the data instead of just uh, looking at a high level, really going far in and trying to analyze what's being asked for and if it's part of what the site should be serving and so on, you know, to protect the people. But it's a constant struggle. There's vulnerabilities the entire time. I mean, we're constantly having to keep ahead of it. So there was recently Heartbleed, which was a huge vulnerability and secure 
websites. But Snapped was actually the first ADC vendor to release a patch for that. So it really, half of it is, is in design and, and trying to make sure we do everything as well as we can. And then the other half is just in supporting our product, you know, and making sure that we're keeping ahead of the game and, and responding to our clients as fast as we can. Outstanding. All right, Dave Blakey will return after this short break. We'll be right back. Are you a manufacturer plagued by high turnover, burdened with low employee engagement, stung by safety concerns, and generally losing the human talent war in a very competitive market? Say hello to PDP Solutions. PDP offers software solutions that changes the game in workplace communications. As PDP president, Lou Dickmeyer says, companies seldom fully understand the deep connection between improved communications and moving the key performance indicators. She adds, it's exciting to watch when our customers move the needle. Check out PDP Solutions at pdpsolutions.com. That's pdpsolutions.com and learn how they can help you. All right, we're back with Dave Blakey, the CEO of Snapped. So, Dave, let's shift now and talk about the Atlanta startup community. Uh, you founded Snapped in 2012, and, and as we said earlier, you're based in Johannesburg, South Africa. But you decided to base your U.S. operations here in the city of Atlanta. Let's talk about that. Why did you choose Atlanta as, as your base? Well, the first the first part of that story, I suppose, is why we chose the U.S. as well, right? Well, yeah. Um, yeah. What we found, uh, Snap did an internal audit at the end of last year just to see where we were going and how we were doing. And about 90% of our clients are in the U.S. Wow. So, you know, it's a big market for us. Even even South African businesses that are clients of ours host their stuff in the U.S. So, you know, it, it's where we need to be for our space. And so we started to look around, you know, what, what can, where can we go and things like that. To be fair, Atlanta was at the top of our list right from the beginning because uh, our, our VC firm, our investors, uh, are partly based in Atlanta. And also we have a couple of advisors over there in Atlanta and things like that. So we started to consider it right away. But, I mean, that was also a vote in Atlanta's favor, right? We, we didn't pick Atlanta. That just happens to be where the community kind of is. So it's a very innovative market, as I'm sure you know. There's a lot of startup meetups and things like that. Anytime I can come to Atlanta, any time of the month, and there'll be startup meetups that I can go to, yep. you know, to meet with people and things like that. It also, it's also big in, in, in enterprise. I, you know, I didn't know this for a long time, but I think it has the third most Fortune 500 companies. And from our side, what I do know is that it has a very big value-added reseller market. So we're trying to build a channel and things like that in the U.S., and Atlanta is a great place to do that from. But really, you know, it's, just, it's a good startup scene. Uh, the other thing that you, you know, I'm sure you know all of these facts, but the parts that you don't know necessarily uh, is that for South Africans, Atlanta is really nice. Uh, it's one of a very few places you can fly direct to. So Delta flies direct from Johannesburg, where I am, to Atlanta, which makes life obviously easier. Ah. But also, you, you know, you're six hours behind me, whereas the West Coast is nine hours, sometimes 10 hours, which can be a bit of a challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, you know, it's, uh, there's actually a lot of South Africans in Atlanta as well, it, it, like a very big startup community for a lot of South Africans there as well. So, you know, from the human side, it's also, it's also good for us, right? Yeah, no, that's great stuff. Yeah, no, it's a yeah. – <laughs> Dave, you're, you're aware that there's, there's probably hundreds of cities in the U.S. that are saying, hey, take a look at our tech scene. It's growing, which – and I'm not sure – that they're not being truthful. I mean, I think there are a lot of really exciting startup communities budding in the United States in places that you wouldn't necessarily expect, which is, I think, 
really, really exciting. You know, those rising tide lifts all boats, and that's good for the entire tech startup scene as well as the business community. But but Atlanta does have a lot of uh, a, a lot of special attributes to it that that make for a very, very exciting tech scene. That's why I host this show, so I can tell these amazing stories of these companies doing amazing things, changing the world. One of the things that where I think Atlanta is really getting stronger, though, is in its investors. The potential base of investors here. Talk about that. You mentioned uh, that you have uh, some of your your investors are anchored here. Talk about that scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, investors and advisors, right? Um. So you know, advisors basically are investors. They're just investing their time instead, right? Right. Right. It's uh, our our venture capital firm is South African as a main base, but they have operations in Atlanta as well. So it's their only only operation in the U.S. They've also chosen Atlanta, and that's that's the South African one, right? So there's also plenty of of venture capital firms and investors and things like that in Atlanta, and a lot of great advisors. You know, who've had one of our advisory board members has had a big exit of a startup in Atlanta. You know, it's the story just seems to be the same the whole time. It's uh, I don't know of anywhere else that I've heard of. You know, except for the the typical San Francisco's and that. You know, I mean, I think from the outside, as a as a non U.S. resident, Atlanta is very attractive. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, you mentioned uh, earlier that you spend some time in San Francisco as well. Uh, what brings you out there? Well, Atlanta. Uh, we come to Atlanta to do business, right? <laughs> to work with our staff to to set things up, and we go to San Francisco to do press. Is you know gotcha. that's kind of the 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 break. Uh, our clients are so so spread across the U.S. You know, we it's it's difficult to to be able to see them all or, or to pick a, a city that they, you know that there are a lot of clients in. So it's more about just doing work, really, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So talking about about your space, are you going to be getting your own unique space? Or are you going to be plugging into a startup scene? Tell, tell me where you're actually going to put your offices. Yeah, so it all depends on how quickly we grow, really, to be honest. Right now, we've got to, we've started with two people from this year, obviously, in Atlanta that we brought on. But we want to grow quite aggressively, and we also want to try and hire, uh, you know, the, the people that we've hired now are much more experienced and, and further along in that. And we want to hire some some younger guys. That's the other thing that's great about Atlanta. You know, there's a lot of university students and things like that. A lot like of that. talent here. Also want, yeah, exactly. So we want to get some of those guys on and start to grow it there. Because right now, our staff in the U.S. are, are sales-focused. We want to start to develop some uh, developer-type stuff and support-type people as well. So that'll probably see us getting uh, like a reasonable chunk of space of our own. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, you mentioned earlier, I think the top half of the show, that you had 400% growth in 2014 and, and are, are projecting or working towards 1,000% growth this year, which is very, very bold, very, very exciting. Talk about your growth strategy and your trajectory and, and how you plan on achieving that. You just mentioned that your initial staff in the U.S. will be sales-oriented. Talk about that, that, that process. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, Snapped grew very organically in the beginning. You know, when we first started, we were making sales before we had a product to sell, really. It was, you know, it wasn't anywhere near where it is today. And we just never had the time to invest in marketing, really. I know it sounds ridiculous, but we just kept building the product and people kept buying it and selling it, you know, and and it just grew. So, uh, as I said to you earlier, we really spent no money on marketing or anything and, you know, did 400%. So, this year, we're really kind of turning on the the burners and starting to invest a lot in the U.S. And that starts with, with... staff that are doing enterprise sales. So right now, our entire sales pipeline and and effort in that is either distribution or resellers or online marketing and and people coming to us via the web and that. So now we're really starting to invest in the the medium and larger enterprises, you know, in the US starting in Atlanta, obviously, and and selling directly to them with, with, you know, an effort that we're actually spending money on, basically. So we've had a bit of a fairy tale story, you know, it's been very easy for us to grow, actually, to be honest with you. So I don't don't think the thousand percent is that aggressive. 
Yeah, no, that's very, very exciting. You know, you've reiterated throughout this conversation that there was an intense focus on the product, and that's why you didn't spend money on marketing because you were focusing on the product. But an organization like yours to continue to thrive and to meet the that 1,000% growth plan uh, will require constant innovation and pro- new product development. Any other launches, any other product launches we ought to be looking forward to? Absolutely. So, as I said, we started off with the load balancer, then added acceleration and that to get ourselves to this ADC a kind of measuring stick that everyone has for application delivery control. And the last piece of that pie is what they call a GSLB, a global server load balancer. So it's an intelligent DNS service, basically, which it's, you know, if you've got multiple data centers, multiple places in the world, it's, it's the, the default for, for sending traffic to those. And we've announced that now, uh, and it's in private beta at some of our clients, and we're releasing it in May. So that will be quite a big release for us as well because it will really round off the entire sort of product offering. It's very exciting. You know, Dave, let's close on this question. You know, you just mentioned this GSLB product. The, we're talking about load balancing, acceleration, security. These these aren't necessarily very, very sexy products. It's not going to get the kind of coverage that, say, hmm, the Apple Watch is going to get. But it's clear in listening to you that you're very passionate about this, and this work is very, very meaningful to you. Why why do you get so passionate? Why are you investing your life in building a company like Snap? What drives you? Oh, I think I think customers, really, to be honest. We're very support-focused as well. That's the other thing that's been a big leap ahead for us. So we publish our support times on our website, and we're the only people I know that do that. And we guarantee them with a cash reward as well. So our average response time, I think, in the last 30 days is, is two minutes. Wow. And in the last 90 days, it might be one minute. So we're, you know, we're very people focused, like we're, we're doing a lot of more case studies now. And when we have quotes from clients saying that, uh, you know, we just did one now for a company called Rivalhost, you say we saved them $250,000 in development costs. Wow. And it just, uh, just the support and, and, you know, really becoming friends with the clients and, and providing them that service that they desperately need for a, an affordable fee, you know, it's great. We have a, it's such a loyal client base. A, a lot of our sales come from word of mouth, you know, so, uh, just really delivering a good product at a fair price is uh, is what Snap is about. Yeah, great stuff. Well, Dave, we're out of time. Before I let you go, where can people go to learn more about Snap, and where can they contact you should they have any questions? Yeah, so they can come to our website, obviously, snap.net. It's S-N-A-P-T, just in case anyone's confused. There's, uh, there is a media room there which has links to me, so you can see, uh, check me on Twitter, things like that, and you know, several contact buttons and so on, so they should feel free. All right. Dave Blakey, the CEO of Snapped. Dave, real pleasure to uh, chat with you. Welcome to Atlanta. Look forward to our paths crossing again very soon. Absolutely. Thanks for the time. All right. Well, that wraps this conversation. Again, on behalf of my guest, Dave Blakey, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on the Intrepid Incubator.